And three, two, one, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 19 of the Daily Grind Podcast. And today, got another special guest. Hopefully, you guys were able to check out yesterday's podcast. Had my good friend Eric on there. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. It's going to be up in my bio there on Instagram. Just touch that link and you have all the episodes get you nice and caught up. But today, I'm going to let herself introduce herself of who she is kind of a quick intro where we're actually at right now it's the gym also formerly known as world's gym and yeah going into interview so please miss janine my prima please introduce yourself <laughs> hi everybody uh my name is janine good morning i know it's probably a little late for all you guys because it's about ten thirty, but um when you're on prep primo <laughs> every minute counts. Oh, it does. It does. It does. It does. It does. So I'm gonna squeeze every minute of this morning. <laughs> um, just a little bit about me. I am a IFBB pro. Just recently turned pro, actually, um, this past June. Um, I'm with uh, Kim Odo of Body Bio, uh, best team I've been on. And um, also a sponsored athlete with Global Formulas and uh, Nutrimart here in San Carlos. It's a supplement store, has the greatest um, products, in my opinion. Uh, natural, you got vegan supplements. You have it all. You have it all, and they're very knowledgeable, which is why I feel extremely blessed to have them behind me, supporting me. And pushing me through my bodybuilding, um, you know, journey. I don't like to call it a career, but to me, it's more like a journey. It's a growth. So going into that, I definitely wanted to interview you because I think at your level, it's definitely such an eye opener. And yesterday, I think was a little eye opener for people of. You know, every person that you ever find on Instagram, whether they be all these certain followers, started somewhere. They started maybe later on in the years. I know you were always kind of health conscious, but more of the competing aspect, that's what I have to get to know still. I never even asked you that myself. You know, what kind of got you into it? What kind of transitioned you from the everyday kind of norms of being healthy, being health conscious, and then really looking at yourself, you know what, I definitely want to compete. I want to look into it and see what I can do and what kind of made you want to go to that next level of, okay, I'm doing good locally. Let me actually try for this like professional card. And how easy was that a transition or was it really a hard thing for you to do? Um, well, like you said, um, I've always been health conscious. Uh, I think it came from my upbringing. I come from a family of, um, I mean, we're, we're pretty much a jack of all trades. Uh, my dad was a boxer, was very athletic. Um, so I grew up around that whole environment, that mentality, you know, I started working out when I was in junior high, but it was mainly because <laughs> as a little kid, I was I was a little chubster. 
you know, and, you know, sometimes you get self-conscious, um, but I always wanted to be, I always wanted to challenge myself, I, I just have that, that's just who I am, I always like to bring on something that's gonna help me be better, to grow, um, but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't competitive, I wasn't necessarily great at sports, I uh, played volleyball and soccer in high school, but I was also like a band nerd. I was in concert band. I was in marching band, you know, because my mom, you know, on her side of the family, they're all musically inclined. So she was like, no, you're going to have to get like, you know, develop a talent. <laughs> so I started playing the clarinet. Wow. And um, so and I enjoyed that. So but I also wanted to get a feel for what it was like to you know have like a physical like a a talent like playing sports because my older sister she was she was a soccer player she was really good at it you know so I kind of wanted to be like her at the time I wanted to you know say oh hey yeah I can do that and I can do you know and or you know maybe scrimmage with her um, How many siblings do you have? I have two older sisters, so I'm the baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I mean, I think that's kind of like where that seed was planted, and then, um, you know, and a lot of it had to do with me wanting to bond with my dad because he was so athletic, and I always would see him lifting weights. And then I would have, like, my friends come over, and they would always be so intimidated by him because he was huge. Like, he was, like, this muscular man, and so I just admired that. Like, I think, I don't look up to many people, but my dad is definitely somebody that I do look up to because he's just very focused and determined. Um, And he's a no-excuses kind of man, but he's also has always told me, hey... If you don't want to do something, don't ever feel pressured. You got to follow your gut. And so, you know, as I got older, you know, let's forward, you know, many years later. <laughs> um, By the way, people who I'll tag her once I post this up and you guys can follow her on Instagram. I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to say woman's age and it's rude to ask, but when I found out how old you actually were and not saying it in like in a rude way but I, I didn't believe it because you look my age you don't look your age please what's your age <laughs> I'm 39 and you do not look 39 girl you look 26 I don't know what fucking jeans you got girl but I need them if they're Levi jeans I need them cause there's, there's some good jeans there's some good jeans when, I, when you first told me that when we started kind of posing the way we kind of got to know each other you know um we contact i got in contact with you with a mutual friend at the time and it was more of helping you in a sense a little certain critiques that would have helped you and definitely it helped you not sway anymore i don't think i oh, ever yeah. see you sway anymore <laughs> oh yeah um but it's crazy when you told me that when i tried to get to know you as much as i could and you kept telling me your age. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, but going back into it on the side note of that, what was that transition going from your, you know, that background athlete? What kind of gave you that first itch? You know, you were slowly getting into it right now. Mm-hmm. What gave you that first itch of really, really, okay, let me try this competition thing? 
Um, well, actually, it started off where I uh, saw a friend who was training. Her, her personal trainer had uh, gotten her into really good shape. And that inspired me. And I had been working out for a while, but I started to notice that I was like, I'm not really changing much. And so uh, I contacted her trainer and um, he just happened to be a, a competition coach. And um, I mentioned wanting to compete. I was like, hey, I've always wanted to, like, not necessarily compete, but get to that level physically. I was curious, how the heck did you, how do you get there? <laughs> what is it that I'm not doing correctly? Why don't I look like that? <laughs> and he was like, you want to compete? Let's do it. Okay. So I prepped for about four months and I did my first show. And actually my first show, which is funny enough, is the same show I'm going to do my pro debut in February. Oh, wow. Yeah. So When yeah. is that pro debut? Yeah, February 9th. February 9th in Las Vegas. So um, I brought on that challenge and I did very well I pl placed uh, I was third place my first show and then I just went from there and um, I didn't come right into it I'll be honest with you I didn't come right into it saying I'm gonna be a pro because for me the reality was okay I'm not gonna set myself up for failure I'm just gonna go in and I'm gonna see how I do I'm going to get my critique from the judges. And then I'm going to work from there. And I think it was within that year of competing, I, like, it just came to me. I think I just saw my future and I was like, I'm going to turn pro. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And it's going to happen when it's supposed to. So I just, you know, it's just been a slow progression for, since then. And um, I took about a year off, actually. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I took about a year off. Um, you know, I pulled back for a little bit just because I needed to sort out, you know, personal, um, personal things and, you know, find my, try to rebalance myself. Um, learn a little bit more. Um, bring on clients, you know, because I have to admit, like, you know, I can walk around the gym, I can be lifting weights, I can do all this, but in reality, like, I do the most growth through my clients because it's such a, it gives me an opportunity to learn so many different aspects of exercise of dieting of personalities of you know really getting into other people's heads and see what motivates other people because you know I have to admit not everyone's the same you're not like me I'm not like you so you know learning from other people is it's it's really for me been like the best thing um so that's kind of how I, I mean, that's kind of how I got into it and what's been keeping me going. For I love what you kind of said on there of having more of that insight with your clientele 
because I think that's something that people kind of take for granted. I don't know how long it took you to really feel comfortable in a sense. I know myself, I did so many free kind of client work with in regards to if I did help him in regards to die structure, man, the first year was all free. Maybe I charged maybe one or two to really give myself that confidence. Okay, let me make sure I have that confidence if I do ever decide to make that more of kind of my side hustle or make my big thing, then I have a good reputation. Um, but that's that's honestly truth. I think a lot of people have that knowledge, whether they have the nutrition background or they're just really good in regards to helping critique certain things. And I know, um, I forget his name, but you introduced me. He works at Global Formulas. But just kind of his structure of him just Jacob. being Jacob. Knowing how he can really break down something like, oh, okay, you're doing this. Well, try this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, and hopefully I can possibly have a chance to interview him as well, mm -hmm. um, that came with, in a sense, trial and error. I think it, it baffles me when people make this thing, especially here in New Year's. I don't know how, if it gets busy here at this gym. But 24, it's all of those people who have the pretty much structure there just simple things have really taken their time i think that's such a big thing that people forget about you know it became a process like like yourself too i took a good while of really learning my body and it's definitely it was hiring a coach too in the first couple shows a good while um really learning my body and at the same time i made sure i learned that i knew what was going on with my body um what was it for you that made you kind of, okay, I have a passion for really helping people? Because I knew that right away when I would do side poses for people. Like, I would help them pose and every now and then. I wasn't charging, but it was at that time I knew I could pick up because I have that dancing background. Mm -hmm. And I knew you were very fluid and smooth as well. What was it for you that kind of made you be that confident in a sense to be like, okay, I know I can help you now. I know I can not only give you my time, but also value my time, meaning I can charge you this rate because I know now this is what I value myself at. I think um, I've always, I think it's just in my nature, I'll be honest. Like, um, I come from, actually have, a, I have a master's in counseling, so... <laughs> I worked, you know, as a therapist for 10 years, and, um, like I said, it just, it's in my nature, like, it's just something that's innate in me, and brings me self-fulfillment, because I can't say it's totally unselfish, mm -hmm. like, I honestly don't believe anything is unselfish, mm -hmm. because when you help other people, you get this, like, this, if it's something that you really enjoy doing, it gives you self-fulfillment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that same self-fulfillment drives you to do more. And it can be like any any addiction, right? Anything that produces like these happy hormones in you. Like that's, I mean, that's how I like to kind of describe it. You know, it can be the same thing as like when you're, you know, run, like if you're a runner and you're like running for six ten miles and you're like you feel those endorphins and it's so to me that's my endorphin mm -hmm. it's seeing that i made a change it's seeing that i gave some kind of enlightenment or i shared a little bit of knowledge with somebody else 
But the most fulfilling for me has been whether it's my clients who I train in the gym or it's my posing clients um, that I that I help out for their prep, you know, their competition prep. The one thing that stands out the most, um, and I think it's a very humbling experience, is that a lot of my clients tell me that they've um, feel more confident. So if I can make or at least help somebody to tap into that little, um, you know, that, that confident side of them, that's like power, you know, that's like that power is going to drive you to do more. It's going to open up that curiosity to say, mm-hmm. okay, if I can do this, how possible is it for me to do more? Mm-hmm. Extremely possible, you know? Anything is possible. So, you know, I always remind my clients, you know, love yourself enough to give yourself that opportunity. The worst thing you can do is never give yourself an opportunity. True. Very true. If you open up that that gate, things will come as they should, you know, Mm -hmm. because... Everybody's life has a different roadmap. And to me, that's that's a beautiful thing. You know, because we're all unique. And how boring would it be if we were all the same, honestly? <laughs> like, what would we learn from each other, right? It's like the same, like, with you and, and me and how we met and how, you know, our friendship developed. And I can't say that I know everything because I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I learned a lot from you. Oh, thank you. And... You know, you help you you helped me a lot prepare for for nationals. You know, because I was swaying. You know, I was swaying so bad. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I have one short, one leg shorter than the other. What's going on? <laughs> but um, I mean, even a coach needs a coach. Oh yeah. You know, and I think when you realize that that you're, you know, even the teacher still needs to keep learning very true very true then your your ability to grow becomes that much bigger and your ability to teach other people becomes that much more important that much more uh effective Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. so um you know so i don't know (laughs) that's just the way that's just that's just the way it goes for me (laughs) but i think it's an important thing though and i knew that from the first time you showed me your routine i'm like this girl has that confidence already and that's something that i tell whether it be females whatever like if they're doing bikini physique whatever they're doing or if it's men bodybuilding men's physique classic whatever they're doing i can show you movements and i know you're the same way i can show you movements but one thing i cannot teach you is your swag Mm -hmm. is your certain confidence your certain aura that you have about the way you walk into somewhere the way you you just can put all this light into a room the way somebody broke it down to me is it looks from their perspective it's I'm a very confident person the way I walk into somewhere, the way I walk in and just talk to you, the way I just kind of own a room. Mm -hmm. 
has that confidence and it's definitely got me known and especially in muscle contests and just doing those I no team no, nothing crazy always been a kind of my own and at the time when I did have a coach Jake um shout out to my boy Jake never shouted him out in a sense I never needed to because I knew he helped me it was never in the part where oh okay all me no because I knew he got me there he definitely got me breaking down more of that next level of being able to be not only shredded but in a sense knowing what's going on with my body and when he first introduced me to posing it was funny he showed me what he would like to see what judges like to see and from then on he never had to really focus on me I think we'd always pose like maybe the last two weeks if that maybe if that just quick little tune-ups like oh you know fix your shoulder bring up your chest little things like that because the confidence was there and I think that's so important that people neglect you know they're shredded their pose routine is not bad but it's more robotic it's just kind of flowing through in a sense to just get them through and I think that I always tell people one of the most important things if you don't have that confidence there man that judge would be able to show that and like all right next Mm -hmm. because it looks awkward and that's something that i try to tell people if you're not practicing posing like 10 weeks 11 weeks out i'm not saying you don't have to do it every day with somebody but on your own you should be at least practicing every day seeing how you stand seeing how you feel with the pump seeing how you feel without a pump how are you feeling with the low carbs how are you feeling after two things of cardio because the day of the show you're not going to feel great you're going to feel like shit um little awakener for people once they compete if you don't practice that all the time it just it puts you up for failure in my eyes um because you're never practicing your craft you're practicing everything else but you're neglecting the one of the most important things that go into a show everybody's posing is always different but i still believe that you need to practice for theirs i can't i don't know if you're the same but at that pro level any even just basic kind of novice or even just amateurs who are trying to get that there'd be so many times people come up to me hey man how do you pose and it's the day of the show i'm like Come on, man. You're like, what the fuck? Like, you never, nothing at all? Nothing? Okay. And I see it. And I see certain things that would stand out. And it would bug me so bad because I would know the their coach. I would know the person who helped them. I'm like, damn, man, you never went over that. You did A and B and you forgot C. How could you forget that? And just helping them, certain things like that. Like, hey, man, try this. Just, all right, you have good lats. Hey, bro, just stand straight. Smooth transition back, stand straight, you're good to go. Little things like that. I've always been big about helping people and not giving a fuck about recognition. Um, That's definitely made me a lot better in regards to helping people because I always did it for the athlete. I always made sure that they were good. Even when I helped you, I always made sure it was for you, for you, for you, for you. And I don't live close. (laughs) I live in Escondido, so coming here, I think I would come maybe three times, almost four times a week. And then still go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely, you know, that commute. But when you went into it, I did it more because, one, it was nice to get to know you and knowing that friendship. And it was genuine. I can see that you were going for that ultimate goal. But then, two, I enjoy helping people. You know, I had another person here I was helping, too. And then I would still go back to the gyms back there and I would help somebody else as well. Just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think my October month and that month that I helped you too 
were like my busiest months ever. And I was like, oh my goodness. I would have everything prepped in my car and just come out here and just go back and forth. People <laughs> people tell me, why do you, why do you, why are you going that much? Why aren't you doing this? How come you're only sleeping this much? I was like, man, because I enjoy what I do. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy, you know, I really have joy in kind of being in service to somebody and being in service to helping somebody out. I think is one of the biggest joys and I definitely see that with you in regards to when you help your people the confidence is something that's so there um your good friend Roxy Mm -hmm. her confidence even there her her posing definitely was the confidence in that and I think that's so so important and kind of what me and you touched on when I would help like let's say a female whether it be bikini or whatever else even having you there giving your kind of critique and from a woman's perspective that's something that I never thought of. I never thought of, okay, that makes sense. I may see it this way. And yes, I may be moving the exact same way. Because I ain't going to lie, your boy can move pretty good. <laughs> I can move pretty good. You have some good bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, but I understand that from that perspective that a woman sometimes needs that other perspective. And I totally get it. Because if I were, you know, let's say a 220 pound bodybuilder. And a female was helping me, no matter how smooth it was, no matter how it was, there's something about having that guy's perspective of, okay, that's awesome, but then seeing it on somebody who's that same type of frame and same type of mm-hmm. thing that you're going for, it makes sense. I'm like, ah, that was like an aha moment for me. And by the way, my fiance just texted me, so I'm pretty sure she's saying hi, but <laughs> hi. <laughs> um but yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. It's definitely been such a journey for that reason. Um, and trying to wrap it up here because I know I don't want to keep you too long as well because you, you got to get to that gym. What was the hardest thing for you transitioning from really telling yourself? Because I know you were telling me before that you weren't too sure when you're going to do your pro debut. You didn't know if you were going to wait longer. You didn't know if you were going to do whatever in that sense. What really made it for you like, damn, now nah, this is a perfect show. Was it more of, that's the first show I did? Kind of has that really good meaning to it? Or was it more, no, it's, it's, it's I think, perfect timing in that sense? Um, <clears throat> I think I was itching to get back. That's what it was. Um, and, uh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm very spiritual in the sense that I, you know, don't mean to sound corny or anything, but... You know, I I have my moments my where I just like to sit in my quiet space and I like to just pray and um, just kind of go off of my gut. What is it that, you know, God's trying to tell me? Because um, I, I learned a long time ago that I'm not in control of everything. The more I try to take control, the harder I fall. And so, and also... I, you know, I can become very impatient when I do that. And so I just wanted to learn how to be more patient and how to be like, just be happy with what I had. Because I, you know, I thought to myself, I don't want to seem ungrateful for the things that are in my life because I really have nothing to complain about. Um, But what it was is um, I think it was that itch. I was like, okay, it's 11 months. What am I going to do? I'm set. Like, I want to get on that stage and I want to kill it. So I contacted my coach. 
and I started my first prep with him. And, you know, I have to admit, like, I my metabolism was kind of messed up from my previous, you know, experience. And so um, he my my coach, Kim, really helped, you know, to rehabilitate my metabolism. And it took some time. You know, it wasn't like an overnight thing. So, you know, I hit my first show and I didn't place as well as I was used to. Mm -hmm. But then I realized I had a lot of, you know, growth that I needed, you know, with, you know, I needed more, you know, mass, you know, I've always been really petite. And so I had to, I had to just kind of be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I had to be okay with gaining the weight and knowing that it was going to go in the right places. And so, and as we progressed in our preparation, each prep got better. I got tighter. I got more conditioned. And I was dying because I was, you have to remember, I was out for 11 months doing, I don't know what the heck I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me if I traveled. No. (laughs) But um, also trying to, you know, kind of come into a balance where, you know, not allowing stress to affect me Mm -hmm. as much. That's been my biggest challenge. Um, And so... I think it was, I did a muscle contest, my first show with Kim, and then he prepped me to do Spectrum Fitness, um, and I placed very well. I, I think I I was first place and overall. Nice. And so that gave me a better understanding of where I was going to, like, where, where I stood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just worked from there. I worked with the critiqued, and I worked from there, did my second spectrum fitness show got first um and then after that boom right into nationals in june and that was my first national show and i told myself i worked hard i'm not coming back (laughs) i'm getting my pro pro card or i'm getting my pro card (laughs) you know but if i don't get it you know, nothing lost. Mm-hmm. You just keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Lucky enough. Shoo, <laughs> lucky enough. I got my pro card. And so, you know, and now, and then I took, you know, I don't know, like what, two, three months off? Some of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Caught up on some sleep. Some food. Some family time, friend time. You know, found my balance. And now I'm back. So, you know, I think you have to really just take it day by day. Don't look in the past and don't try to look too ahead. Mm-hmm. Because for me, at least, the moment that I start to dwell on the past, mm-hmm. I'm setting myself up for defeat. Sure. If I'm looking ahead too much, mm-hmm. then I'm worrying about what may not be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it has no purpose, you know? So I try to do my best at this moment. And in the long run, my consistency pays off, you know, and it just becomes a lot easier to endure a preparation like this, you know, because it's not easy. It really isn't. I mean, there's days where you're like freaking hungry. You're dreaming about eating banana bread and ice cream. (laughs) 
Is that a craving? Is that one of your cravings? Actually, I had that dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up scared. It was the funniest thing. And I was just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, you know? And uh, so, I mean, yeah, day by day. Day by day. It's just, that's how I enjoy it. And I think some people might think that I'm a little nuts. But I find enjoyment in the things that maybe str- I struggle with mm-hmm. because I know my personality is if it's hard, it's going to make me that much better mm-hmm. because nothing comes. You can't get greatness out of just being idle. True. You know, there's just, would you, you know, like, what do you learn? <laughs> And I'm all about that. I'm all about learning and growing. I'm, you know, I just want to be better than I was, you know, yesterday. You know, all that cliche stuff. Well, that's kind of me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worked, so. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you know, and I'm so grateful for everybody that has helped me on, you know, in my journey. Because, it, like I say, I tell people, any little change is progress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like with small changes become all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh, my God, all those little changes. And how did I get here? Well, because you gave it time. True. You know, you embrace those small changes and those small changes um, and slow changes um, bring longer lasting changes. You know what I mean? Um, It's easier to maintain them because they're habits that you're forming you know, and uh, once you develop a habit, it's hard to break them. Very true. Very true. So before we kind of set you off here, predictions, predictions of the show. I don't know if you make predictions, <laughs> but I'm a confident motherfucker. Every time I go into a show, I think I'm going to fucking beat everybody. But that's just my mentality. But I think it helps me because even if I don't place like that. My confidence is always there, but I'm happy. Kind of like how you said, because I learned from it. What I thought was, okay, I knew I thought it was a good package, but looking at who won first in my class, okay, this is the package they're going for. All right. Get my critique. Go forward. So before I send you off, give me some placings. What some placings. Ooh. What are you thinking? Okay. So, I'm not superstitious or anything at all. I don't predict. All I know is that that's my stage. And I go from there. And if I don't place, that's an opportunity for me to learn more and to be better. If I do, it's still an opportunity to learn and grow. (laughs) Don't ever, if I can give one piece of advice... I would say, don't get too cocky that you think you're never, that you think that your ability to be better is done. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a winner, whether you're like an Olympian or you're an amateur bodybuilder. You can still grow and you should, you know, and still strive to do that because the minute you get, you know, overly 
confident and when I say overly confident I'm really saying you know, like you're cocky about it and you're like oh I'm a first place winner and I'm a this and this and you're boasting about it it's gonna kick you in the butt because you become comfortable with that feeling and then losing. yeah and then you become so comfortable sometimes I'm not speaking for like everybody but you know I'm just saying like in general it's possible that you can become too comfortable with an idea that you stop trying as hard. True. And then there's other people passing you by because they have this drive that they want to beat this person, that person, or, you know, they're placing. So always be that, always be that go-getter, you know? Like, get on stage like it's, like, your last moment on stage, Make an impact, you know, like you've worked so hard for that moment. Take full advantage. Enjoy it. Squeeze every moment of it. You know, people are people are sitting in those in those uh, seats watching you. You know, those are like that's that's your moment. Take it to shine. And um, I just think like for me, like I'm like generally like a pretty shy person. I walk, you know, and I'm in the gym. I am Anthony. He's giving me this look like rolling eye emoji. (laughs) You know, like I have this very serious look and I'm, you know, I can come in the gym and I'm very focused. And when I'm wearing my hat, that means Janine needs to just focus. (laughs) Like I'll talk to you when I'm done. (laughs) But I think I give off that impression. So I apologize to everybody listening. If you know me or you've seen me in the gym, I look kind of like bitchy. I'm not. I swear I'm not. It's beast mode. It's beast mode. That's all it is. It's beast mode. Unless you say something to me that's really, like, offensive, and then I'll just give you this look like, uh, no. But, um, but yeah, like, I guess, I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess that's a perfect segue to kind of just end it right there. But, yeah, it's definitely... Have your guys' escapism. I'm big about that. Have your guys' ability to let go when you need to, whether it be the gym, whether it be running outside, whether it be riding a bike, drawing, whatever it may be. Always try to implement those as often as you can because sometimes you need those to kind of escape from everything. I know when I was getting ready for shows, I would I would paint and draw like no other. And I actually painted yesterday for the first time in about like five months, if not longer, with my fiance and it felt great it felt great painting it was something simple just like a rose but i used to always just be so artistic with it i hadn't done it so long it felt so good um so definitely want to implement those more and try to keep going with it but we're gonna pretty much just cut it off here because i know miss janine needs to go work out do that goddamn cardio and (laughs) yeah though that fun cardio trust me i was there this morning um but thank you so much, my dear. Thank you so much. I'm going to give you a little two cents right now. Just tell them where they can find you, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. Put your plugs in, and then we'll wrap it up. You can find me on Instagram at Janine underscore IFBB Pro. And it's J-A-N-I-N-E underscore IFBB Pro. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you so much. Hope you guys always keep tuning in. This has been episode 19 going into the Daily Grind podcast. Keep tuning in for more. See you tomorrow. And three, two, one. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 19 of the Daily Grind podcast. And today, 
Got another special guest. Hopefully, you guys were able to check out yesterday's podcast. Had my good friend Eric on there. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. It's going to be up in my bio there on Instagram. Just touch that link and you have all the episodes get you nice and caught up. But today, I'm going to let herself introduce herself of who she is. Kind of a quick intro where we're actually at right now. It's The Gym, also formerly known as World's Gym. And yeah, going into interview. So, Please, Miss Janine, my prima, please introduce yourself. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Janine. Good morning. I know it's probably a little late for all you guys because it's about 1030, but um, when you're on prep, primo. (laughs) Every minute counts. No, it does. It does. It does. It does. It does. So I'm going to squeeze every minute of this morning. (laughs) Um, just a little bit about me. I am uh, IFBB Pro, just recently turned pro actually um, this past June. Um, I'm with uh, Kim Odo of Body Bio, uh, best team I've been on, and um, also a sponsored athlete with Global Formulas and uh, Nutrimart here in San Carlos. It's a supplement store, has the greatest. Um, products in my opinion uh natural you got vegan supplements you have it all you have it all and they're very knowledgeable which is why i feel extremely blessed to have them behind me supporting me and pushing me through my bodybuilding um you know journey i don't like to call it a career but to me, it's more like a journey. It's a growth. So going into that, I definitely wanted to interview you because I think at your level, it's definitely such an eye opener. And yesterday, I think it was a little eye opener for people of, you know, every person that you ever find on Instagram, whether they be all these certain followers started somewhere. They started maybe later on in the years. I know you were always kind of health conscious, but more of the competing aspect, that's what I have to get to know still. I've never even asked you that myself. You know, what kind of got you into it? What kind of transitioned you from the everyday kind of norms of being healthy, being health conscious, and then really looking at yourself, you know what, I definitely want to compete. I want to look into it and see what I can do and what kind of made you want to go to that next level of, okay, I'm doing good locally. Let me actually try for this like professional card and how easy was that a transition or was it really a hard thing for you to do? Um, well, like you said, um, I've always been health conscious. Uh, I think it came from my upbringing. I come from a family of, um, I mean, we're, we're pretty much a jack of all trades. Uh, my dad was a boxer very athletic Um, so I grew up around that whole environment that mentality you know I started working out when I was in junior high but it was mainly because (laughs) as a little kid I was I was a little chipster you know and you know sometimes you get self-conscious but I always wanted to be I always wanted to challenge myself I, I just have that that's just who I am I always like to bring on something that's gonna help me be better 
to grow. Um, but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't competitive. I wasn't necessarily great at sports. I uh, played volleyball and soccer in high school. But I was also like a band nerd. I was in concert band. I was in marching band. You know, because my mom, you know, on her side of the family, they're all musically inclined. So she was like, no, you're going to have to get like, you know, develop a talent. <laughs> so I started playing the clarinet. Wow. And um, so and I enjoyed that. So but I also wanted to get a feel for what it was like to, you know, have like a physical like a a talent like playing sports because my older sister she was she was a soccer player she was really good at it you know so I kind of wanted to be like her at the time I wanted to you know say oh hey yeah I can do that and I can do you know and or you know maybe scrimmage with her um how many siblings do you have I have two older sisters so I'm the baby oh yeah <laughs> so um so, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's kind of, like, where that seed was planted. And then, um, you know, and a lot of it had to do with me wanting to bond with my dad because he was so athletic, and I always would see him lifting weights. And then I would have, like, my friends come over, and they would always be so intimidated by him because he was huge. Like, he was, like, this muscular man, and so I just admired that. Like, my think, I don't look up to many people, but my dad is definitely somebody that I do look up to because he's just very focused and determined. Um, and he's a no-excuses kind of man, but he's also has always told me, hey, if you don't want to do something, don't ever feel pressured. You got to follow your gut. And so, you know, as I got older, you know, let's forward, you know, many years later. <laughs> um, By the way, people who... I'll tag her once I post this up, and you guys can follow her on Instagram. I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to say woman's age, and it's rude to ask, but okay. when I found out how old you actually were, and not saying it in, like, in a rude way, but <laughs> I, I didn't believe it because you look my age. You don't look your age. Please, what's your age? <laughs> I'm 39. And you do not look 39, girl. You look 26. <laughs> I don't know what fucking jeans you got, girl, but I need them. If they're Levi jeans, I need them because there's there's some good jeans. There's some good jeans. When I, when you first told me that when we started kind of posing the way we kind of got to know each other, you know, um, we contact. I got in contact with you with a mutual friend at the time, and it was more of helping you in a sense. Little certain critiques that would have helped you, and definitely it helped you not sway anymore. I don't think I oh, ever yeah. see you sway anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but. It's crazy when you told me that when I tried to get to know you as much as I could and you kept telling me your age. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, but going back into it on the side note of that, what was that transition going from your, you know, that background athlete? What kind of gave you that first itch? You know, you were slowly getting into it right now. Mm-hmm. What gave you that first itch of really, really, okay, let me try this competition thing. Um, well, actually, it started off where I uh, saw a friend who was training. Her, her personal trainer had uh, gotten her into really good shape. And that inspired me. And I had been working out for a while, but I started to notice that I was like, 
I'm not really changing much. And so uh, I contacted her trainer. And um, he just happened to be a, a competition coach. And um, I mentioned wanting to compete. I was like, hey, I've always wanted to, like, not necessarily compete, but get to that level physically. I was curious, how the heck did you, how do you get there? <laughs> what is it that I'm not doing correctly? Why don't I look like that? <laughs> and he was like, you want to compete? Let's do it. Okay. So I prepped for about four months and I did my first show. And actually my first show, which is funny enough, is the same show I'm going to do my pro debut in February. Oh, wow. Yeah. So When yeah. is that pro debut? Uh, February 9th. February 9th in Las Vegas. So um, I brought on that challenge and I did very well. I pl placed, uh, I was third place, my first show. And then I just went from there. And um, I didn't come right into it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't come right into it saying, I'm going to be a pro. Because for me, the reality was, okay, I'm not going to set myself up for failure. I'm just going to go in and I'm going to see how I do. I'm going to get my critique from the judges. And then I'm going to work from there. And I think it was... Within that year of competing, I, like, it just came to me. I think I just saw my future, and I was like, I'm going to turn pro. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And it's going to happen when it's supposed to. So I just, you know, it's just been a slow progression for, since then. And um, I took about a year off, actually. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I took about a year off. Um, you know, I pulled back for a little bit just because I needed to sort out, you know, personal um, personal things and, you know, find my, try to rebalance myself. Um, learn a little bit more. Um, bring on clients. You know, because I have to admit, like, you know, I can walk around the gym. I can be lifting weights I can do all this but in reality like I do the most growth through my clients because it's such a it gives me an opportunity to learn so many different aspects of exercise of dieting of personalities of you know really getting into other people's heads and see what motivates other people because you know, I have to admit, not everyone's the same. You're not like me. I'm not like you. So, you know, learning from other people is, it's, it's really, for me, been, like, the best thing. Um, so, that's kind of how, I, I mean, that's kind of how I got into it and what's been keeping me going. For, I love what you kind of said on there of, having more of that insight with your clientele because I think that's something that people kind of take for granted I don't know how long it took you to really feel comfortable in a sense I know myself I did so many free kind of client work with in regards to if I did help him in regards to die structure man the first like 
year was all free. Maybe I charged maybe one or two to really give myself that confidence. Okay, let me make sure I have that confidence if I do ever decide to make that more of kind of my side hustle or make my big thing, then I have a good reputation. Um, but that's that's honestly truth. I think a lot of people have that knowledge, whether they have the nutrition background or they're just really good in regards to helping critique certain things. And I know, um, I forget his name, but you introduced me. He works at Global Formulas. But just kind of his structure of him just Jacob. being Jacob. Knowing how he can really break down something like, oh, okay, you're doing this. Well, try this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, and hopefully I can possibly have a chance to interview him as well, mm -hmm. um, that came with, in a sense, trial and error. I think it, it baffles me when people make this thing, especially here in New Year's. I don't know if it gets busy here at this gym. But 24, it's all of those people who have the pretty much structure there just simple things of really taking their time i think that's such a big thing that people forget about you know it became a process like like yourself too i took a good while of really learning my body and it's definitely it was hiring a coach too in the first couple shows a good while um really learning my body and at the same time i made sure i learned that i knew what was going on with my body um what was it for you that made you kind of, okay, I have a passion for really helping people? Because I knew that right away when I would do side poses for people. Like, I would help them pose and every now and then. I wasn't charging, but it was at that time I knew I could pick up because I have that dancing background. Mm -hmm. And I knew you were very fluid and smooth as well. What was it for you that kind of made you be that confident in a sense to be like, okay, I know I can help you now. I know I can not only give you my time, but also value my time, meaning I can charge you this rate because I know now this is what I value myself at. I think um, I've always, I think it's just in my nature, I'll be honest. Like, um, I come from, actually have, a, I have a master's in counseling, so... <laughs> I worked, you know, as a therapist for 10 years, and um, like I said, it just, it's in my nature, like, it's just something that's innate in me and brings me self-fulfillment, because I can't say it's totally unselfish. Mm -hmm. Like, I honestly don't believe anything is unselfish, mm -hmm. because when you help other people, you get this, like, this, if it's something that you really enjoy doing, it gives you self-fulfillment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that same self-fulfillment drives you to do more. And it can be like any any addiction, right? Anything that produces like these happy hormones in you. Like that's, I mean, that's how I like to kind of describe it. You know, it can be the same thing as like when you're, you know, run, like if you're a runner and you're like running for six ten miles and you're like you feel those endorphins and it's so to me that's my endorphin mm -hmm. it's seeing that I made a change it's seeing that I gave some kind of enlightenment or I shared a little bit of knowledge with somebody else but the most fulfilling for me has been whether it's my clients who I train in the gym or it's my posing clients um, that I that I help out for their prep you know, their competition prep. The one thing that stands out the most um, 
and I think it's a very humbling experience, is that a lot of my clients tell me that they have um, feel more confident. So if I can make or at least help somebody to tap into that little, um, you know, that, that confident side of them, that's like power, you know, that's like that power is going to drive you to do more. It's going to open up that curiosity to say, mm-hmm. OK, if I can do this. How possible is it for me to do more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Extremely possible, you know, anything is possible. So, you know, I always remind my clients, you know, love yourself enough to give yourself that opportunity. The worst thing you can do is never give yourself an opportunity. True. Very true. If you open up that that gate, things will come as they should. You know? Mm-hmm. Because everybody's life has a different roadmap. And to me that's that's a beautiful thing. You know, because we're all unique. And how boring would it be if we were all the same, honestly? <laughs> like, what would we learn from each other, right? It's like the same, like, with you and, and me and how we met and how, you know, our friendship developed. And I can't say that I know everything because I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I learned a lot from you. Oh, thank you. And, you know, you help, you, you helped me a lot prepare for, for nationals. You know, because I was swaying. You know, I was swaying so bad. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I have one short, one leg shorter than the other. What's going on? (laughs) But, um, I mean, even a coach needs a coach. Oh, yeah. You know? And I think when you realize that, that you're, you know, even the teacher still needs to keep learning. Very true. Very true. Then your, your ability to grow becomes that much bigger. And your ability to teach other people becomes that much more important, that much more uh, effective. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I don't know. <laughs> that's just the way. It, that's just a, that's just the way it goes for me. <laughs> but I think it's an important thing, though. And I knew that from the first time you showed me your routine. I'm like, this girl has that confidence already. And that's something that I tell, whether it be females, whatever, like if they're doing bikini, physique, whatever they're doing, or if it's men, bodybuilding, men's physique, classic, whatever they're doing, I can show you movements, and I know you're the same way. I can show you movements, but one thing I cannot teach you is your swag, Mm -hmm. is your certain confidence, your certain aura that you have about the way you walk into somewhere, the way you you just can put all this light into a room. The way somebody broke it down to me is it looks, from their perspective, it's I'm a very confident person, the way I walk into somewhere, the way I walk in and just talk to you, the way I just kind of own a room Mm -hmm. has that confidence. And it's definitely got me known, and especially in muscle contests and just doing those, I no team, no, nothing crazy. Always been a, kind of my own. And at the time when I did have a coach, Jake, um, shout out to my boy Jake, never shouted him out in a sense. I never needed to because I knew he helped me. It was never in the part where, oh, okay, 
all mean no because I knew he got me there he definitely got me breaking down more of that next level of being able to be not only shredded but in a sense knowing what's going on with my body and when he first introduced me to posing it was funny he showed me what he would like to see what judges like to see and from then on he never had to really focus on me i think we'd always pose like maybe the last two weeks if that maybe if that just quick little tune-ups like oh you know fix your shoulder bring up your chest little things like that because the confidence was there and i think that's so important that people neglect you know they're shredded their posing routine is not bad but it's more robotic it's just kind of flowing through in a sense to just get them through and i think that i always tell people one of the most important things, if you don't have that confidence there, man, that judge would be able to show that and like, all right, next, mm-hmm. because it looks awkward. And that's something that I try to tell people. If you're not practicing your pose in like 10 weeks, 11 weeks out, I'm not saying you don't have to do it every day with somebody, but on your own, you should be at least practicing every day, seeing how you stand, seeing how you feel with the pump, seeing how you feel without a pump, how are you feeling with the low carbs, how are you feeling after two things of cardio, because the day of the show, you're not going to feel great, you're going to feel like shit. Um, little awakening for people once they compete, if you don't practice that all the time, it just, it puts you up for failure in my eyes, um, because you're never practicing your craft you're practicing everything else but you're neglecting the one of the most important things that go into a show everybody's posing is always different but i still believe that you need to practice for theirs i can't i don't know if you're the same but at that pro level any even just basic kind of novice or even just amateurs who are trying to get that there'd be so many times people would come up to me hey man how do you pose and it's the day of the show i'm like come on man you like what the fuck like you never nothing at all nothing okay and i see it and i see certain things that would stand out and it would bug me so bad because i would know the their coach i would know the person who helped them i'm like damn you never went over that you did a and b and you forgot c how could you forget that and just helping them certain things like that like hey man try this just all right you have good lats hey bro just stand straight smooth transition back stand straight you're good to go little things like that i've always been big about helping people and not giving a fuck about recognition um that's definitely made me a lot better in regards to helping people because i always did it for the athlete i always made sure that they were good even when i helped you i always made sure it was for you for you for you for you and I don't live close. <laughs> I live in Escondido. So coming here, I think I would come maybe three times, almost four times a week. Mm-hmm. And then still go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely, you know, that commute. But when you went into it, I did it more because, one, it was nice to get to know you and knowing that friendship. And it was genuine. I can see that you were going for that ultimate goal. But then, two, I enjoy helping people, you know. I had another person here I was helping too, and then I would still go back to the gyms back there, and I would help somebody else as well, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think my October month and that month that I helped you too were like my busiest months ever. And I was like, oh my goodness. I would have everything prepped in my car and just come out here and just go back and forth. People <laughs> people tell me, why, do you, why, do you, why are you going that much? Why aren't you doing this? How come you're only sleeping this much? I was like, man, because I enjoy what I do. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy 
you know, I really have joy in kind of being in service to somebody and being in service to helping somebody out, I think is one of the biggest joys. And I definitely see that with you in regards to when you help your people, the confidence is something that's so there. Um, your good friend, Roxy, mm-hmm. her confidence, even there, her, her posing definitely was the confidence in that. And I think that's so, so important. And kind of what me and you touched on when I would help, like, let's say a female, whether it be bikini or whatever else, even having you there giving your kind of critique and from a woman's perspective that's something that I never thought of I never thought of okay that makes sense I may see it this way and yes I may be moving the exact same way because I ain't gonna lie your boy can move pretty good (laughs) I can move pretty good you have some good bikini yeah and it's but I understand that from that perspective that a woman sometimes needs that other perspective. And I totally get it because if I were, you know, let's say a 220-pound bodybuilder and a female was helping me, no matter how smooth it was, no matter how it was, there's something about having that guy's perspective of, okay, that's awesome, but then seeing it on somebody who's that same type of frame and same type of mm-hmm. thing that you're going for, it makes sense. I'm like, oh, that was like an aha moment for me. And by the way... My fiance just texted me, so I'm pretty sure she's saying hi. But <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. It's definitely been such a journey for that reason. Um, and trying to wrap it up here because I know I don't want to keep you too long as well because you, you got to get to that gym. What was the hardest thing for you transitioning from really telling yourself? Because I know you were telling me before that. You weren't too sure when you're gonna do your pro debut. You didn't know if you were gonna wait longer. You didn't know if you were gonna do whatever in that sense. What really made it for you? Like, damn, now this is a perfect show. Was it more of that's the first show I did? Kind of has that really good meaning to it, or was it more? Nah, it's it's, it's I think perfect timing in that sense. Um, <clears throat> I think I was itching to get back. That's what it was. Um, and uh. You know, I have, I'm, I'm very spiritual in the sense that I, you know, don't mean to sound corny or anything, but, you know, I, I have my moments, my, where I just like to sit in my quiet space and I like to just pray and, um, just kind of go off of my gut. What is it that, you know, God's trying to tell me? Um, cause I, I learned a long time ago that I'm not in control of everything. The more I try to take control, the harder I fall. And so, and also, I, you know, I can become very impatient when I do that. And so, I just wanted to learn how to be more patient. And how to, like, just be happy with what I had. Because, I, you know, I thought to myself, I don't want to seem ungrateful for the things that are in my life. Because I really have nothing to complain about. Um... But what it was is, um, I think it was that itch. I was like, okay, it's 11 months. What am I going to do? I'm set. Like, I want to get on that stage and I want to kill it. So I contacted my coach. And I started my first prep with him. And, you know, I have to admit, like, I my metabolism was kind of messed up from my previous, you know, experience and so um 
he my my coach Kim really helped you know to re- rehabilitate my metabolism and it took some time you know it wasn't like an overnight thing so you know I hit my first show and I didn't place as well as I was used to mm-hmm. but then I realized I had a lot of you know growth that I needed you know with you know I needed more you know mass you know I've always been really petite and so I had to I had to just kind of be okay with that Mm -hmm. I had to be okay with gaining the weight and knowing that I was going to go in the right places and so and as we progressed in our preparation each prep got better I got tighter I got more conditioned and I was dying because I was you have to remember I was out for 11 months doing I don't know what the heck I was doing (laughs) (laughs) ask me if I traveled no (laughs) but um also trying to you know kind of come into a balance where you know not allowing stress to affect me as much that's been my biggest challenge um and so i think it was i did a muscle contest my first show with kim and then he prepped me to do spectrum fitness um and i placed very well i i think i I was first place and overall. Nice. And so that gave me a better understanding of where I was going to, like, where, where I stood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just worked from there. I worked with the critique, and I worked from there. Did my second Spectrum Fitness show. Got first. Um, and then after that, boom, right into nationals in June. And that was my first national show. And I told myself... I worked hard. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm getting my pro, pro card or I'm getting my pro card. <laughs> you know? But if I don't get it, you know, nothing lost. Mm-hmm. You just keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Lucky enough, shoo, <laughs> lucky enough, I got my pro card. And so, you know, and now, and then I took, you know, I don't know, like what, two, three months off? Some of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Caught up on some sleep, some, some family time, friend time, you know, found my balance, and now I'm back. So, you know, I think you have to really just take it day by day. Don't look in the past, and don't try to look too ahead. Mm-hmm. Because for me, at least, the moment that I start to dwell on the past, mm-hmm. I'm setting myself up for defeat. If I'm looking ahead too much, mm-hmm. then I'm worrying about what may not be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it has no purpose, you know? So I try to do my best at this moment. And in the long run, my consistency pays off, you know? And it just becomes a lot easier to endure a preparation like this. You know, because it's not easy. It really isn't. I mean, there's days where you're like freaking hungry. You're dreaming about eating banana <laughs> bread and ice cream. <laughs> Is that a craving? Is that one of your cravings? Actually, I had that dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up scared. It was the funniest thing. And I was just like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, so 
I mean, yeah, day by day, day by day. It's just, that's how I enjoy it. And I think some people might think that I'm a little nuts. But I find enjoyment in the things that maybe I struggle with. Mm -hmm. Because I know my personality is, if it's hard, it's going to make me that much better. Mm -hmm. Because nothing comes, you can't get greatness out of just being idle. True. You know, there's just, would you know, like, what do you learn? <laughs> and I'm all about that. I'm all about learning and growing. I'm, you know, I just want to be better than I was, you know, yesterday. You know, all that cliche stuff. Well, that's kind of me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worked, so. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you know, and I'm so grateful for everybody that has helped me on, you know, in my journey because, it's like I say, I tell people any little change is progress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like with small changes become all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh, my God, all those little changes. And how did I get here? Well, because you gave it time. True. You know, you embrace those small changes and those small changes um, and slow changes um, bring longer lasting changes. You know what I mean? Um, it's easier to maintain them because they're habits that you're forming, you know. And uh, once you develop a habit, it's hard to break them. Very true. Very true. So before we kind of set you off here, predictions. Predictions of the show. I don't know if you make predictions, <laughs> but I'm a confident motherfucker. Every time I go into a show, I think I'm going to fucking beat everybody but that's just my mentality but i think it helps me because even if i don't place like that my confidence is always there but i'm happy kind of like how you said because i learned from it what i thought was okay i knew i thought it was a good package but looking at who won first in my class okay this is the package they're going for all right get my critique go forward so before I send you off, give me some placings. What some placings. Ooh. What are you thinking? Okay. So I'm not superstitious or anything at all. I don't predict. All I know is that that's my stage. And I go from there. And if I don't place, that's an opportunity for me to learn more and to be better. If I do, it's still an opportunity to learn and grow. (laughs) Don't ever, if I can give one piece of advice, I would say don't get too cocky that you think you're never, that you think that your ability to be better is done. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a winner, whether you're like, an Olympian or you're an amateur bodybuilder you can still grow and you should you know and still strive to do that because the minute you get you know overly confident and when I say overly confident I'm really saying you know like you're cocky about it you're like oh I'm a first place winner and I'm a this and this and you're boasting about it it's gonna kick you in the butt because you become comfortable with that feeling and then 
yeah, and then you become so comfortable sometimes. I'm not speaking for, like, everybody, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, in general, it's possible that you can become too comfortable with an idea that you stop trying as hard. True. And then there's other people passing you by because they have this drive that they want to beat this person, that person, or, you know, they're placing. So always be that, always be that go-getter, you know, like get on stage. Like it's like your last moment on stage, make an impact, you know, like you've worked so hard for that moment, take full advantage, enjoy it, squeeze every moment of it. You know, people are, people are sitting in those, in those, uh, seats watching you. You know, those are like, that's, that's your moment. Take it to shine. And, um, I just think like for me, like I'm like generally like a pretty shy person. I walk, you know, and I'm in the gym. I am Anthony. He's giving me this look like rolling eye emoji. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I have this very serious look and I'm, you know, I can come in the gym and I'm very focused. And when I'm wearing my hat, that means Janine needs to just focus. (laughs) Like I'll talk to you when I'm done. (laughs) But I think I give off that impression, so I apologize to everybody listening if you know me or you've seen me in the gym. I look kind of like bitchy. I'm not. I swear I'm not. It's beast mode. It's beast mode. That's all it is. It's beast mode. Unless you say something to me that's really like offensive and then I'll just give you this look like, uh, no. But, um, but yeah, like, I guess... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I guess that's a perfect segue to kind of just end it right there. But yeah, it's definitely have your guys's escapism. I'm big about that. Have your guys's ability to let go when you need to, whether it be the gym, whether it be running outside, whether it be riding a bike, drawing, whatever it may be. Always try to implement those as often as you can, because sometimes you need those to kind of escape from everything. I know when I was getting ready for shows, I would I would paint and draw like no other and I actually painted yesterday for the first time in about like five months if not longer with my fiance and it felt great it felt great painting it was something simple just like a rose but I used to always just be so artistic with it I hadn't done it so long it felt so good Um, so definitely want to implement those more and try to keep going with it but we're gonna pretty much just cut it off here because I know Miss Janine needs to go work out do that goddamn cardio and yeah oh that fun cardio trust me i was there this morning um but thank you so much my dear thank you so much i'm gonna give you a little two cents right now just tell them where they can find you whether it be an instagram facebook whatever it may be put your plugs in and then we'll wrap it up you can find me on instagram at janine underscore ifbb pro and it's j-a-n-i-n-e underscore ifbb pro Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you so much. Hope you guys always keep tuning in. This has been episode 19 going into the Daily Grand Podcast. Keep tuning in for more. See you tomorrow.